Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to episode 12 of the Toffee TV podcast. With me, Ped, Baz to the right of me, Andy to the left of me. <laughs> Stuck in the middle of the ear. There was, a, there was a joke somewhere, I was just waiting for someone to pick it up. I tried. Well, that's good. Um, oh yeah. God, the positivity's actually yeah. coming out of this again. Yeah. Feels low. I'm positive. It feels low. Like, hey, chat. No, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I don't even know where he's going. I don't. I don't. What? Yeah, nothing. Go on. Hiv. Yeah, but positive. Hiv positive. Okay. Oh, I, Piv yeah. positive. I mean, this, is oh, a, this is a fantastic, great start to the... To the, uh, well, to the podcast. you know, we've got the three next round of the cup. It's a major plus. Let's be honest. Like at the end of the day, if we were out, you know, we'd be smashing the mics on them. Well, you probably wouldn't let me, but we'd be kicking off. I don't know. The, the, the red men bought them. Even though the <laughs> smash away, we still need. Even well, though okay. the performance wasn't great, you're still happy that we're through at the end of the day yeah, because you, you can imagine the absolute hellfire storm it'd be on Twitter in general if we were out. <laughs> like the, the world would be there. Do you think the same people who kick off? Are the same people who say yeah. I'd rather we lose and he gets sacked. I've, ne- I've not seen anyone say that I want us to lose. Mm. And maybe I miss them and I don't follow these people, but I can't believe that anyone had ever won Everton to lose. They're normally retweeted onto my feed mm. rather than actually being people I follow. Oh, right. So, but they really Everton fans if you want us to lose. It's like when you go, oh, I want us to lose against Liverpool. Don't be wrong, it's a favourable result if you don't, you're not losing to Liverpool. So lose against Man City. It's favourable results if they win the league and all that. But didn't they need Everton to win? Mm. If it was seeing the difference between getting us getting fourth and Liverpool winning the title, I'd take but then I suppose some people who feel like that will be ones that have made the mind up that, particularly at the moment, that say Marco Silva's not the right man. They want him out the club as quickly as they can, and we can oh, move no, on because people have that. People have that, don't they? Where well, they go, I but just want the end it, of it. For them, I would say it's inevitable. It's probably going to happen anyway. Just ride with it. Well, and, we'll, we'll talk more about that in part mm-hmm. two. Let's let's keep our. Oh, they're dry on that one. Spirits yeah. up. Uh, and the spirit, the spirit, spirits up. We're nearly there. Yeah, nearly there. Nearly, nearly there. It's nearly time no, for Christmas. Nearly, it's nearly, well, it's nearly die, die hard time, isn't it? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, well, it will be October, November, as long as it's not around well, Christmas. Christmas, Christmas film, like, isn't Christmas it Christmas film? Christmas film? I mean, so there you go. Literally a Christmas film. Literally Jingle not a Christmas film. Christmas, Christmas Eve. Jingle all the way, is it about Christmas? Yeah, that's about Arnold Schwartz, negative percent to be American. 
trying to get a Doesn't toy. Doesn't he pretend to be American it. in every film? He's get, have you noticed that his accent is now getting back more and more Austrian? Like, yeah, it's, it's gone, gone back, back yeah. it's weird. He's reverting. He's had enough. Yeah. I think so, I'm say it might be something to do with something else, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nearly time for that. Uh, anyway, uh, <coughs> yeah, two games this week, obviously, starting with Saturday, Brighton, Hove, Albion, and um, that thing Far. that happened down there. <laughs> well, it's not just VAR, though, is it? Just... The lack of the lack of belief of the players that they can see out the results ever. Yeah, that's another one. That's the that's the tale of that game. As you go, yeah, VAR, we got we get get robbed, no doubt about it. But then you think the players are just so weak. It's just it's embarrassing. Are you talking about the team as mentality or Jordan Pickford's wrists? But well, chocolate wrists one. I don't want to get into Jordan Pickford because they've gone around. But you know, get into a rant. Feels free. Rant. And I just it, it, it it's coming to a time where he's we've had him for nearly three seasons. We've had him three seasons now. It's just where's the well three three bit seasons where's the improvements in his decision making and concentration levels? It's mm. it, I know he's still relatively young for a keeper. He's twenty five, twenty six, mm. isn't he? But if he ever wants to be like, if he ever wants to be world class, or if we ever have hopes from being world class, if he ever wants to move, you know, I don't know if his, his ambition he wants to move to want a perceived top club, then he's not to sort out because at the moment he's just got flaw, major flaws in his game. Now, mm. great shot stopper, great reaction saves, but just. Consistency, it's just not there. You know, he'll have five or six really good games for us, and then he'll cost us three points. And you just can't have that as a goalkeeper. Well, she was a great shot stopper for that free kick. Well, he's now that starts happening now. Is he turning to Joe Ark? Is it going under him, or he's not getting there? It's, it's, it's weird, but yeah, that was just awful. And that, that was, again, you, you, too many times you go, Pickford, is, is that fault for a goal? That's, mm. that's said too often at Everton, unfortunately. It's frustrating because, particularly. The Brighton goal, you know, he makes that, puts that hole in the wall, so we can see the ball, and then and then it goes past him, which is which was just so odd because he he made a save in the the Watford game, which was very similar shot, and he got his hands behind it and showed what he can do, and it's it is that decision making, I don't know whether it's anticipation or whatever, but for me he's a top keeper, but he's he's not gonna be a top top keeper if he can't get any consistency in his game. What's the difference? You know, people go, oh, you know. Liverpool San I was put the points but he's better goal than Mingle of course but he stands out Mingle because he's making 20 saves because they're facing 40 shots a game mm. but when you're only facing quality shots which is a big side because they don't let that many through your concentration levels need to be peak yeah. and that's the problem with Pickford his concentration levels aren't peak, you know, peak whereas you know, Alisson is not as spectacular as Pickford in any single mm. way shape or form but he's concentrating constantly he does mm. make mistakes of course but that's the difference Edison not as flashy as Pickford in terms of saves but his concentration is always there he's mm. always consistent and that's just the, that's why them two are the best two keepers in the league and why Hugo Lloris is also like Pickford who's just crazy, crazy man mm. yeah it is, it is weird no that's a good point that is, it is a good point that because I think we've seen early on in his Everton career we might have seen a couple of these and then you sort of let them go and you know, he's a young keeper. And then as it goes, yeah, he's a young keeper. And then as it goes on, you sort of see a pattern in it, though. Like it is the concentration. It is, it is just completely switching off. It is just not paying attention to what's going on or thinking. Oh, I've got this dealt with. Where other goalkeepers, like you've just said, might, might I'm not saying well, aren't as good because they're clearly better. Because yeah. or they might, they might be able to make saves. Jordan Pickford can make, but in the right position, they're always in. They're always, they can always make. I think they put themselves the in the best ones. positions. I think 
Edison and Allison put themselves in positions to make good good saves look easier because they're in the right position. Mm-hmm. Pepe Reina was famous for it. You know, I, you could never say Pepe Reina was the most flashy goalkeeper, but he was just in the right place at the right time mm-hmm. all the time. And he was a smaller keeper. He wasn't mm-hmm. that tall. He wasn't that tall. I just expect I expect more from Pickford. If we're ever going to be a top six team, you need goal. You need to have a top goalie. That's, that's I think yeah, I think the other side of it as well is that it's building a building a, a presence about yourself where where you're feared as a goalkeeper yeah. like someone fears they can't beat yeah, you because yeah. you always seem to be in the right place at the right time and and you're right about the top two keepers in the, in the Premier League they, you, you feel like they don't have that many mistakes in them because they just get things right mm. um, and Jordan Pickford sadly is it's been I think it's one of those things where other fans of other clubs sort of have been seeing that for a while or maybe you've been picking up on a couple of mistakes but when you look through blue tinted glasses you don't always see that but to me, recently, it's becoming more and more evidence of of his the mistakes he's don't making. Don't dig him out because he's not one of the. He's not. I wouldn't call him a weak link in the side because he's certainly mm-hmm. he's not to blame for where Everton are at the moment. But it's a very important position, and we've had our defensive issues over the last couple of years. And unless the defence is really confident mm-hmm. in its goal, making those decisions, sometimes for them, then it causes that. It causes that doubt, doesn't mm-hmm. it? That doubt then causes mistakes, and we've seen that a couple of times. You know, the last couple of years. You know, the, the Zoomers picked for thing last season against Spurs, which was just a nightmare. But that, that's that's as a result of them being unsure of the confidence in the goalkeeper getting mm. it or the different centre back getting it. That, that's that's the issue. But that's just one part of Saturday. You know, the, you know. Obviously, we got back into the game, didn't we? Then all the hell happened. Didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it, isn't it? I mean, you know, we we get, we get back in the lead. We uh, we get back in the game. We start playing the better football. Yeah, we yeah. take the lead. I mean, 15 minutes to go, you're just thinking, right, see the game out. See, get get a bit of game management in there, see the game out, don't do nothing stupid. And, and of course, the VAR situation is. Um, it's atrocious. It's, just re- it's not been brought up, though. It's really like that the Arsenal one is all over everywhere. Because Cal Chambers is mm. in. But the Everton ones, because David Gallagher said it was, what, it was a pen, whatever. <laughs> Thanks, David, whatever. And Richarlison's wasn't he said that was pathetic as well. It was nonsense. So you can't, you can't. That, that, that's a whole obviously a long conversation. But as I said on Twitter, there's enough money in the Premier League. Go and get the best referees in the world. I just think there's, there's, there's it, it, you know, it's, it's the most money in the world in the league. I'm not, I'm not accused anyone. You know, there's a, it's rife for bribery. Let's be honest, it's the <laughs> biggest money league in the world. It's rife, and there's just decisions that just don't make sense no. at all in, in, in any way. And if you look at Lee Mason's record against Everton, See, yeah, that was the thing, isn't he? He's given, he's given nine penalties yeah. against Everton, yeah. um, which have cost Everton wins. And, and on Saturday, he done it from a business park in Milton Keynes or whatever it was. And you can just, do you know what? It's like the Niasting, which has never ever cropped up again, by the way. That really went out the window. Yeah. Everton always get done with these things. Yeah, yeah. Remember the, and so I remember someone saying that, someone submitted that. When Andy Johnson couldn't get a pen, yeah. unless if he was half down on the box or not, we submitted mm. the package to the FA. Everton probably should do that again because you're not going to get fair decisions unless you put. That's what Ferguson was great at. Before the games, he put pressure on referees and he gave decisions for Man United. Everton needs to be one of those teams that gets that the referees fear giving pens against or fear not giving pens against. How can Palace get pens every week? Feels a hard one. He gets kicked everywhere. I, I remember it. Shoulders with Charlison. Well, he, he throws himself to the floor. Well, so I remember Neville you know. Southall getting done for holding the ball for six seconds. Yeah, it's the only Forest and they scored and they won the game. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, whoever ever ever seen a goalie getting done for six seconds? No. He brought in the seven second rule. No one ever got done for it. They were just running around the box. Do it wrong. It's a hard. Everton are a hard. We can only feel the hard luck story of Everton. But at the end of the day, the draw was still there to be had. 
Mm. Yeah, I know people could say basically drained us because we got robbed, but you still got to see games out. I it's said like the fortitude, you know. I said the other day, it's again, it comes back to that thing of in isolation, that Brighton game, yeah. you'd lick your wounds and go, yeah, one yeah. of them days we were robbed, this, that, and the other. But yeah. it's it's been that story too often. We've lost four away games on the run, we haven't played anymore. Mm. And that's the bigger picture. You know, you go 2 2, it was a shocking decision by the referee because like I said if you give that penalty you had to give to the child or someone you had to with the same decision so he didn't give it they give Brighton a pen but Everton have got to be better than that there's a penalty we played down to the level of the opposition like I, this season apart from the West Ham game where we you know, we didn't score enough but we blew them out the walls in the way mm. we play they couldn't yeah. get they win the game in the sniff the rest of the time I can't remember where we haven't we haven't basically either just tried to control the game we haven't threatened or We've let teams have their own look, and like Sheffield, you know, the cup games, Lincoln scored two against us. Sheffield Wednesday had a lot of chances. We didn't really play well last night. First half was dreadful. Mm. Isn't that coming? Isn't that like a you know, seeing Leicester on Friday night win nine nil? Mm. Isn't that isn't that just a, a pure culture thing? Conf, well, culture and confidence, confidence in in what what you're trying yeah, to yeah. do. Whereas I I think when you're saying you're, you're getting dragged down, it's because you're too worried. They seem worried. Too much about conceding goals I and losing the game, and, yeah. and, and that's that to me is a major problem. Where it's like the West Ham game, we went out from the start with a bit of purpose to win the game, and almost was because well, it's West Ham, we always beat them, so just go at them. It's like the same way that under Moyes we we used to go after Man City because we yeah. didn't fear them. Whereas mm. everyone else, we just you sat know, back. We had a big club, then where the Man City when they first got that money. I, when they came to Goodness, we never treated them like they were a big yeah. club. We never gave them any respect, and that's why we beat them with West Ham. I think Silver knows probably put any of their players under pressure in the fold, aren't they? Yeah. That's what happened last year. We played them, and then this year when we played them, and, and we're not seeing any. Maybe we'll have a great run against the top six again in December. But who knows? We're going to have to. Otherwise, it's going to be a half season. Well, they're going to be open, are they? And we're better again. Against open teams, aren't we? That's a fact, isn't it? Yeah, particularly, particularly at Goodison, yeah. we're all right again. I don't fear any of them at Goodison, no, no matter who's in charge. But I just think for us, it, it, there's an intensity level thing for me with Everton. And on Saturday, we didn't have any intensity. And if we would have had intensity, we'd have beat Brighton. Because let's be honest, that you know, you've got hipsters on Twitter telling you, trying to tell you that Brighton are this great football team. Hello. Well, no, well, I said, see, what did I say to you last week about Brighton? I've seen them all season. The bang average, bang average. It doesn't matter if you get them playing rondos all over the pitch. No, Ultimately, they haven't got any good players. In the day as well, the transition from a low block team into it's net. I, I, I would say you can't say they're a finished article by miles because they're not going to be under the game bottom. So I think the plays came from probably a bit early because it could be by the end of the season, could be in trouble because they're going to be one of those teams. They haven't got. There enough good players Brighton they've got no, they've got well, yeah. workman like play which is fine by the way which is fine I'm not thinking I'm just saying it made me laugh last week when people were going one in particular where Everton could get done six or seven by the it's in, if you thought that you're an embarrassment but by the same token is that they stuck to what they were doing but Everton allowed the game to be played slowly it, you know what it looked to me exactly like a carbon copy of the game we played at Christmas down there when we yeah, lost yeah, last yeah. year. It was there was very low quality from both teams. And I include us in this because until the second half, the first half we were poor. Second half for that half an hour after half time we were the better side, but we still didn't really create anything. No, we had all the ball. I, I think one of the reasons why we do that is because there are t- we we get into games on the slow, and then we we 
we almost try and quicken up too fast and it'll just give them the ball away instead of building the, the, the tempo up gradually mm. people getting a feel of the ball in the first 5-10 minutes everyone getting comfortable on the ball in the first 5 minutes getting used to the conditions instead of and this is what we've done a lot over the last 2-3 seasons is we try and rush everything mm. so, we try, so we're trying to play perfect passes and they're getting overheat they're not realising you know, the pitch is sl- a little bit slippy so it's going to skid off it instead of just getting into the game settling into it for 5-10-15 minutes and then st- doing all the all the basic things you should do in a game mm. of football, get, getting just getting to know your opponents a little bit. What 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 if the what's the fella got on me today? What have I got on him? Sussing it all out, mm. doing all the basics, right, and then building from that. And and, and that we do that all the time. You're right, and I think in this game, I think something clicked in the second half when it was one one. We were like, we can win this. Yeah, we're yeah. on top of you. We're passing the ball. We're moving it. We're getting into nice areas of the pitch. These are not really doing anything. They didn't create any chances at all. You know, he made a couple of changes. Obviously, he made the, the couple of subs after he brought Sigerson up, which I thought was a mad decision. Um, well, you know, no, I, thought it was, I just thought it was a mad. No, decision. I said that. And it's a default thing with him. No, this is that. This is what I was going to say. Why we won that? We probably won't get beat six or seven ways because. I think he's scared of losing away. We play like it. We play to mm. control away. Whereas at home, we can be sometimes you know, not on the front foot. But there's no. We don't, if, if, that, if that's the case, why have we got all of our midfield on the edge of our of their box in the last minute? Then why aren't we protecting ourselves? If he wants to, if he wants to, because that's. The, I think that's the disconnect. Sometimes, and this is another thing I pick up. The, why have we not got back to basics? Like you know, when you're in trouble, managers always say. Scrap everything, get back to basics, get the basics work, and then build on that. Mm. We just seem to be building on the, you know, the, 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 the house of cards that we're built, you know, that we're going now. And some games it works, and most games it doesn't, especially when teams sit back against us. Mm. First half, like all against last night, but they, they did that first half, and we, we sort of struggled with it again. Mm. It is, it's weird because quite clearly, Everton have got the ability in yeah, the side, plays with a lot of talent in there, but. It's, I don't know whether it's clear instruction from them to slow the game down, to try to quiet. Maybe it's try to quiet in the crowd. But I just think we're at our best when we play with intensity and, and pace, and that's when we, we worry teams. When we're slow and pass it round, we make it very easy for but teams. They know, they know what's going to happen. Yeah, there's there's two ways of playing with Evans. Like you say, that that fast pace we saw against West Ham, and then there's that that style where I think teams just know that they can they can deal with it. And you know, we get so we sometimes score. We, the, but this is where I don't understand why you would have a Sigerson on the pitch because when Awobi's on the pitch Goals. in the in the middle of the park, you know there's gonna something's gonna happen where mm. it doesn't always come off, but you know there's gonna be a little bit of intensity. You can see seeing his own body language, he's always on the move where mm. Sigerson's very very you know, very right hand pocket, yeah. But he just stands around, doesn't he? And it's you seen that in the match. I couldn't believe he but I just couldn't believe why why he would bring Sigerson when he's got when you think oh, well look well, well, playing there. Let's just oh, Let's just well, move. Tom, yeah, let's just it. move a Charleston to the left and put a striker on through the middle. So no one, have, no one have any issues. Like exactly. The, shape as it the is, shape's yeah. exactly going to be as it is. You've trained for that all week, and then you bring a Sigerton on who slows everything down, and then the second, the second and third subs. Yes, one's positive, but then the other one is you're taking a right, right, a right-sided midfielder off who's pushing them back, yeah. and then they end up scoring by coming down our, our, our you know, our right-hand side. There's no, co- it's not a coincidence that to me. That, that no, I've, that. I've called this quick game margins into question a lot, and people go, "Oh, you know, the subs work as Dom score." Yeah, okay, <laughs> but it's yeah. I think sometimes subs can bring a mentality into the pitch. If you make the right subs, it pushes you on, or 
if you make the wrong subs, it opens your oven, like you say, mm. that right hand side. As soon as you make that sub, that's when we. But I, I don't think anyone was questioning Dom coming on. No, 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 I understand it's it, Dom. one one, right? So that's fine. So anyone saying to you, well, no. the subs work because Dom's good. Well, yeah, but the Delft sub to me, and I said it at the time, and, and I said it now, the Delft sub didn't make any sense to me. It was either take Gomez off, he was mm. shocking, and put Delft on in that same position, then that's fine because he's still leaving. The th- Brighton were pegged back, don't forget, because Walcott pushed Dan Byrne back because yeah, yeah. he was worried about him. Yeah, yeah. So he, they weren't coming out. We had Dom and we had Richarlison. But what he did was he took Theo off, put Delph in, pushed Sigurdsson over to the left, and all of a sudden he started so, moving yeah. the whole team around. Mm-hmm. Then Tom got pushed up into a false nine. Yeah. And then this then is the, I think this is Marco's problem. And, and it was mad. I think some and I think a lot of it's actually to do with comfort. He's just I think he should not that he's you know Clueless before, but he's just seems short of answers and he seems to over, either overthink things mm, or not realize yeah. what he's doing. And you just think he's he feels under so much pressure that now he can't see the wolf of the trees. And I'm not sure. having that out oh, that Joe Pedro who, who might have gone and gone a sec, stay calm. Well, you have that sound the board, don't you? And, you, and, so, and I think Marino's well, hang on, what do we make of the, the instructions of Dominic Calvert Lewin for about five minutes? Even the commentators are going, What can he possibly be saying to him? He was ready to come on. The ref was going, he coming on, yeah. And he was going, Bowen Morse, one instruction, go on and score. Well, what happens is someone's got a camera in the stand, taking pictures of the defence and Mm. getting these gaps. I'm all right with all that. I I went on for far too long. five minutes because it's simple instructions. Look at them two there, get in the middle of them two, work off that. From what I did was he was basically showing them all the shops on the way home that had orange twelve. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Well, it was that's a, fair it was, enough. It was, it was Steve, obviously, Steve Kelly was yeah, yeah, into I mean, that. Yeah, I mean, did he send it? Send it to me? No, we've told them we've got to keep the the, the, the orange trails under action. And I mean, Steve mm. brought a boxing. Uh, Sean Turton, one of our patrons, sent us four as well. Very kind of him. If anyone else out there wants to send us orange trails, knows the location of orange trails. Or any other confectionery? Or any other Just quietly DM us on yeah, the side. Yeah, I believe yeah. service stations are the place to get them, though. Yeah, and if you think about it, I mean, any kind of exactly, exactly. I was thinking little drive up to the M62. You know, just the one in Warrington. So you Swan services. Just to get an orange trail. I mean, come on, Bass. You know. For, what? Hey, listen. The places. It's almost. Away, I'm not being funny. It's almost Christmas. If you don't have different flavoured kind of chocolate at Christmas, Christmas then what I, when I'm you have that, then it's not Christmas, is it? I'm just waiting for that. Diaz, not a Christmas film. I, I want orange 12 baby. Baileys. Okay. That's what I'm looking you for. You melt some. Pardon? You melt don't, don't ever accuse me of that ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, you dip Jaffa cakes in coffee. I so. mean, yeah, but that makes perfect sense. Coffee is a, a dessert cake. drink. It's a cake. You don't dip cake into the drink. Did you get like a big gato and yeah, stick, stick it in the top there? I'm not being funny. Come to ours at Christmas. Come to ours. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. We've got a special, d- ah, special coffee dessert called a. Where's my coffee gone to the bleeding cake? Soak. Yeah, just soak. There's air called a soggy black forest. A what now? Exactly. You don't want a soggy bottom. Uh, so, oh, you know. Listen to it. Mr. Bake Off last oh, night, did yeah. you? No, no, what's the. Cheers. Um, a whole, the whole thing was, you know, we 2 2, and you're looking for that resilience. The subs unbalanced us, and yeah. then they break and get the win in the 94th minute, and again. You know, said on the final word, Michael Keane's position. He runs towards Trossard. I mean, yeah, it was dead yeah. easy for Brighton. Yeah. They were looking and going, well, hang on, Everton now have made four changes, three, four, four changes, three changes. They've unbalanced the right hand side. Trossard, you just go and play on the left. And that's why all of a sudden they were going, oh, Brighton have got this live wire. If Everton would have just doubled up on him, that's normal. He wouldn't, he wouldn't have had to kick the kid. He, he wasn't. Has hard lines. 
You know, we'll get that's what he is. If players just have but, some positional sense, but that's the problem when you've got the problem is, right? When you've got players on the pitch who all playing, so we had four centre midfielders on. Mm. It doesn't matter what job you ask them to do. When you're in certain situations, they will always go back to what their default yeah. is, what they've been trained to do oh, for I years. Keen last night. Like what they've been doing for years and years and years. They will all occupy the same spaces. Mm. And then they'll all turn around and go, isn't someone supposed to be tracking the guy on the left-hand side? And they'll go, I thought that was your job. No, that's your job. Yeah, but, yeah, but I'm playing... don't know. Exactly, because they're all centre midfielders. They're not left midfielders, uh, right midfielders, and they're not right backs or whatever. It's I got the impression that they didn't know that. They never. T- they didn't train that system as an eventuality. Like You can see when people change systems during games, mm. you've trained for it. Mm. When then they had the four midfielders on, I just thought they were like... I mean, he did, in all fairness, in all fairness to him, we lost Bernard after 25 minutes yeah, with a three blow. injury. It's a big blow, and that threw us out a little bit. But again, me and Ped were saying... like. Don't whether it was might have been on a final word. Instead of just putting Calvert Lewin up front and the child to the left where he plays, he ended up moving a Wobie back out to the wing. But then he changed the whole the pilot and airplane. So the dynamic <laughs> of the team the dynamic of the team then changed, didn't it? And obviously so but anyway, you know, we, we can see the goal. Not really, Luca Dean could do bad if he left it, Glenn Murray to put it in at the back post because that's how I just un- didn't understand Michael Keane's movements in it. He goes towards Trossard and then runs away from him. He if he carries on, space. no, but if he carried on running towards yeah, Trossard, he'd have slowed the play, yeah, yeah, yeah. the play down. And we might have got bodies, goal side. He's absolutely terrible defending space. And do you know why? Because he was so good defending in the low block because he didn't have to do things like that. And Sometimes he's fine without Dr. Lowbrock, and I think Silver's done quite well with him to get him to a level where he's been all right in it. Mm. But his natural, like you say with other players, default, default is was. I can't defend wide because I'll so we ran space. back towards yeah. our goal, creating yeah, yeah, loads of space, space for, for Trossard, and, and we lose the game. And that, from mm. even if we'd have got, we said this, even if we'd have got a point, you'd have gone, all right, we've been robbed there by yeah. Bar. But we got to win last week, we've got a point this week, we move on <laughs> next game, yeah. and we don't, we lose the game, and you feel. Like, and I know we're going to talk about it in part two, but you feel like we're just back to square one, yeah. literally back to square one. Well, at least we, I mean, we had Tuesday night yeah. against Watford, and um, they were absolutely dreadful. And what I would say, there was this was almost like a flip he st- on Tuesday night. He started out with a formation that didn't really work, got to half time, reverted back to something that did work, that did have a shape. Mm-hmm. It, it had the desired wanted four two three one. No, but it, it had the desired effect. Whether you will like it or not, right hand side play can change everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, and 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 it worked, and and it got us the win. It got us into the hat. Got us into the quarterfinals, and um, it it shows sometimes just. But like you were th- saying before, don't overthink things because mm. you haven't got time to. Make the preparation for Moise Keane to be on the right hand side. Just play him sense forward, don't play him at all. <laughs> I know you want to give him minutes, I'm all for developing players at minutes, but don't give him token minutes in a position he's not gonna he's not gonna excel Ooh, in. Play him on the right, but play him high. Don't don't make it a four I mean, five yeah, one, yeah, which is what it was. It was a four Richarlison was two. This deep. is what I can play Richarlison can play there, you know, he's not the best mm. he's not at his best there, but he can play there because he's a winger. Mm. But you still not getting the best out of him doing that, so no. it's like a constant thing, isn't it? I don't understand the obsession with the 4-2-3-1. I think now that Sigurdsson's out the team, you know, hopefully for the foreseeable future, 
that we can go to a more natural 4 3 3. Now, you, don't have, you, can, you can shape the midfield however you like. Mm. You can still have Obi slightly ahead of the two, mm. but just deeper. And you have the three narrow up front. But Awobi works out. Awobi doesn't play like Sigurdsson. This no, is the difference no. when people look at it. He's, all, he's putting tackles in on the edge of our box yeah. and things like that. But you don't really it. see it's exactly what he is. People go on about Sigurdsson. Gilfie Sigurdsson's got loads of fantastic technique. He really has. He strikes a ball lovely. He can get you a goal from it's nowhere. But he's not involved in the game. End of story. 15 touches he had at the weekend. 15 you know touches. Why? That, that, that's because he was at Swansea. And that's why he excelled at Swansea because he's not expected to be on the ball all game. And he can mm. have those little, little mm. pockets flashes, where he gets yeah. in, flashes, and scores a wonderful 30 yarder. He's got wonderful technique, let's be honest. Yeah, here. He has. But when you need a team to break someone down, you need to be on the ball constantly. He, number 10. What he wouldn't have done is he wouldn't have battled through that couple of players that led to the first goal. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you know, he yeah. wouldn't have battled. He wouldn't have. Wouldn't have Got through those players, put a ball in that obviously got, got kept well alive. defended. Got kept alive by Walcott, put in, mm. and Olgate's got a, a scores a first goal. So, so the, but that's yeah. the difference, though, isn't it? I mean, as I'm saying, whether you whether you think a Wobies is good or is creative, it's things like that that get you opportunities. It's creating opportunities through hard work. Um, so this what is by goal? subtraction there was the, maybe taking goals off the team but you're basically but are you taking the, goals off the team no, no you, you, overall you probably but are what's he got, he's got more. three at the moment hasn't he it will be two or three yeah well the big point is though he's a more natural goal scorer Gilfi but then you, mm. what you're adding though you're not is that creativity it. and movements off the front mm. and it's making other players better mm. going back to Moise Keane just very quickly though oh god if Richarlison plays a half decent ball yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got a tap in and yeah. it's 1-0 no one's saying Oh, he's terrible. They're saying what a what a good go- what a good goal. You know, Richarlison down the left hand side, pulled back, yeah. and and he's got a tapping because it was such a bad ball by Richarlison. It never gets to Moise Keane. No. And there was another well, one that's... after that. I think that he got the ball and really he should just get it at his feet and strike it. But he started to take people on a couple of times. And I think after problem was not necessarily where he was playing. It was just that he's trying too hard. Yeah. He's because tra- his opportunities are so limited that. Mm. What happens is when you, whatever whatever level if you're trying to get in a team, you're trying to prove, you, should, you know what, when I was playing and whatever level for whatever team, if you're not in the team, you get on and you're trying to show, especially if you're trying to make an impression, you're trying to show everyone that you're a good player. Yeah. So he's doing step overs and mm. stuff that he doesn't need to do. Instead of just being simple and knock it off, get it back. The one where he run, he breaks, he broke quickly. And he's doing all this. Mm. Get your shot away a bit earlier. He hesitated, then he hits it and it gets blocked. But you're thinking if he'd have just got it out of his feet, yeah. he'd, he'd have had a bit more space to work in. And there was one that Awobi almost got him in, and he'd have been in on the keeper and it got the last, like, last ditch challenge c- cleared it. But I'd like to see him with Awobi behind him. I think that Awobi would slip him in. I think that that's. I think when you played Sigurdsson there, and, and people go, oh, we played against him. Sheffield United, he played against Yeah, but. Let's be honest, Steve Gilfie does put a couple get... of good balls in every, every so often, but. Doesn't play to the strike at all. He wants to cross it. I, I think one of our big, big problems is I'm, I'm sort of starting He's to see. Iceland. No, I'm sorry, that's true. I'm, st- I'm starting to see the pattern that we had last year where we started with one team and by the end of the season we ended up with a different manager no um, we, we started <laughs> we didn't last year no but we started because like Paul McCartney is the Silver I we started with we started with one team last season don't forget first day of the season at mm. Wolves and by the end of the season it was completely and I, completely different and I feel like it's going to be the same this season I feel like the likes of Sigurdsson are going to go out the side and, and Coleman's going to go out the side and Michael Keane's going to go out the side um, and by the time well oh, silver's it's going to be I mean it, let's let's hope it, it improves the side but those things could 
have a, a big effect on the likes of Moise Keane, you know, and, and, mm. and hopefully that's the case because it's sometimes do you know what the story's not written about Moise Keane people going Sandro and all that nonsense no. come on if anyone watched him for you know, if you can go and watch him for Juventus he was confident you know he's playing with Ronaldo up front you know mm. and, and people go well that's the quality he needs to play which to be good it's not he was he was he was great for them in the league but anyway I, 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 I just he needs to be given time but it's not going to help him the stop start development no. That's why I'm glad Andy Gordon's not on the team. I know he's put stuff on Instagram there. I'm glad he's not near the team yet because I can imagine the exact same with Tom. Tom one game like last season, they'll be playing the game, a couple of games, corners or something. They'll be in the stand for the next three games. That is not how you develop mm. players. I was surprised Tom wasn't in the team last night. To be honest, I just sometimes I, like, uh, I, I just think that I, think I know too much on the line. He's I know the manager. I know the manager is probably thinking, yeah, but it's a league, it's a league cup. It's a good opportunity to. Give this player, but I just think people like Tom need a run again. He's the one player, yeah. And it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what tournament it is, or if it's you know, we played Saturday and we're playing Tuesday and playing Sunday. I think he's the kind of player just like put me in that team. Alternatively, though, did you measure obviously the peak performance and all that? Yeah, he didn't play for a while, then he's played like three or four games on the bounce. They might be saying he just needs that little bit. He might play Sunday against Spurs, and that might be what the well, I hope so. But that's that's gonna be be the big litmus test for Tom because they're a fairly physical side, which is what people have accused him not being able to play against. Got Don Bellay, Sissoko, mm. or big midfielders who control the game. That's going to be a good test. But I would play him because if you are going to be Tom, you need to be moving mm. those midfielders and his tempo is, is added tempo well, to the season. Well, but Charleston finished it off brilliantly in the last minute. Yes, yeah. uh, great finish to just put them out the misery. Strikers mm. finish. And um, yeah, we're, we're, into the, we're into the next round. We'll find out tomorrow who we Colchester. get. Yeah. Anyway, coming up in part two, we will be discussing what well, the state of play of Everton. There you go. Coming up very, very soon. Yeah. Thanks for downloading the Toffee TV podcast. But did you know we put all our shows out as podcasts? Head over to patreon.com forward slash Toffee TV EFC and you'll find all the latest shows available as podcasts exclusively for Patreon subscribers. So if you need to find all the latest ever news, conversations, stats, match previews and match reviews as easily downloadable podcasts at your convenience, head over to Patreon. Welcome back to part two of the Toffee TV podcast, Ed, Baz and Andy. So, and come on, what are we talking about here then? What's, what's going on? What, what, what do you want to get off your chest? I will... Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and th- th- this is a, I don't want to go like too too long because we could be gone for hours on this. But you, you've probably got your own opinions. Is Everton on the pitch and Everton off the pitch and Everton in the stands? If you get what I mean, none of it connects. Mm-hmm. There's a disconnect. The fans have an idea of what we're supposed to be doing, and their fans want certain things. The Marcel Brands is building something else, and I think it's much a slower process than the fans want. But the club don't communicate that to the fans, and then the club don't help itself off the pitch because they don't do media very well, and then they don't do commercial very. It, it's just all a mismatch. And, it, it, and I what do you think they do well? Spell Everton, you know. The charity work. Well, the charity work's fantastic, but that really is just a side arm. Yeah, of course. It is, it's yeah. like you know, it's nothing to do with really Everton Football Club. It's got the name, and obviously we do fund it. What have you not? But. It, the football matters mm. really that's that and it comes the best clubs come from the top down you see it where there's dysfunction or there's, well, or there's no clear message from the top or mm. and there's no 
they don't all work in sync as as as, as departments. Then there's just no fluidity and. That's been it. And before Marcel Brands got here, then you would say that. Um, but even now, Marcel Brands, that, that, I still don't feel that he's got his full control of the club yet. And I don't know why that is. No, I, I, I agree with you there. I, I, I still feel that the academy's still got a lot of work to be done on it. I still feel that the decisions. I think he'll, he'll hopefully he'll get to choose his own manager eventually, whenever that is, and whether he is allowed to, because Machine's obviously been very hands on with that. And this is where it needs to flow. If Brands is going to be the head of football, and all the football decision needs to be made in either Brands' image, if he's the right man, if people deem him the right man, or not. And then off the pitch, we need someone to be to run the off the pitch thing as separate to Brands. Like people say, Manchester United, Ed Woodward's great off the pitch, but when it's to do with on the pitch matters, he should have nothing to mm. do with it. And Evan needs to think that way as well. We need to mm, yeah. separate the two. I, I absolutely agree with you. I think um, it's difficult sometimes to quantify what Brands is doing because I think he said himself it's going to take a long time yeah. and we can't just be saying well it's um, it's about the players you've got on the pitch at, at the moment because sometimes it, you can get the best 11 players they don't always fit together but it's his job to try and get to try and do that but it's definitely the other side at the moment that's really and it, these things always rear their heads when, when you're not doing so well but there does seem to just be a lack of leadership when there's so many people it seems that are in charge of the club which I, I can't fully understand you've obviously got the owner you've got the chairman you've got the CEO then you've got brands and I'm I, I struggle to raising brands I struggle to see where what the what the the identity of the club is and what the message is of the club because mm. none of those people are talking and it's the only time you hear people talking about Everton from Everton is about the stadium who's the face of the club We've got to say the face of the club. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. That's what I'm saying. Jurgen Klopp is the face of Liverpool. Every, uh, you know, he, he'll do all the media. You never see Michael Edwards. You never see John Henry unless it's a special interview. You never see Peter Moore unless it's through business. You, you know, Marco Silva. We've not really done well with him. We've discussed that before. Mm. You know, Bill Kenwright sometimes, but he disappears in and out, doesn't he, Bill? You know, where, I know he's not really. You know, I suppose intimately involved in the day to day event anymore. Mm. Farhad's at games a lot, but you never see interviews with him. Denise. Unless it's charity, I don't really see her doing interviews about the club. So yeah, and Brands obviously, I don't think he wants to be in front of the cameras every single week. Because that's not that's not his role, I guess. Isn't that the point, Baz? That someone needs to be like a leader at the top. Like there needs to be some kind of. I'm not saying like you know daily updates, a daily bulletin on what's going on, but don't you need someone who, who is the 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 de facto leader of the football club? Because I I I just struggle to see who that is. I don't think there's any message from the club. I don't. We, we think we know where we want to go, because mm. that's what we're interpreting. I think at times Denise has said, "Oh, you know, we want to get in the Champions League," or Mishiri said it. But it, it, is that there. is that really played out in the way the club's acting? I don't know. Uh, the brands thing I just find bizarre is that we don't shove them in front of a camera. Things have been pretty poor at times this season. Still is. League-wise, where's his message? Where's his thing of trying to calm everyone? Where's his, we believe in the manager? Does he believe in the manager? Doesn't he believe in the manager? The longer you leave it, the more people don't believe that. Yeah, no, that's exactly. the thing. So that's how we interpret it. As you're if, he's the, if he thinks Marco Silva's the right man for the job, so, yeah. why isn't he sat behind the camera going, yeah, this isn't very good at the moment, but we're, we're having meetings all the time. We're looking at how we can improve. There's, Marco's told me this. Marco's told me this, that, yeah. this is the reason why John Philippe Gabamon was bought for this? It's not where because he's injured. Blah. There's been nothing now. Okay, 
he mightn't feel like he has to do that but there's no message coming anywhere uh, do Everton want to be in the Champions League we do as fans we you know because that represents progress money business opportunity where do Everton want to be in the business world where's you know where are these new partners where are these multi-million pound um, contracts signed with partners where's the uh, I remember John Blaine saying it ages ago and he's right they need a chief engagement officer at yeah. the club now if Denise isn't going to do it for whatever reason it might not it might be better that it isn't Denise if she's the CEO they need someone who is the is the de facto voice as that, you said to to discuss many different aspects of the club someone you go to when there's stadium news or there isn't any someone who deals with that we know that when things are left people fill the void yeah it, it's happened with the stadium and it'll happen all the way to eleven for plan permission they're not you know you had Ian Ross last week or the week before you know oh, that's never gonna happen they're not and it just allows yeah, particularly Reds yeah. it allows some some people naysayers to have something to feed off which then creates a negative aspect the Marco Silva stuff is he staying isn't he staying they've approached Allegri they've approached this manager this manager's waiting in the wings David Moyes but no one deals with it it gets left ok you're not going to come out all the time and go he's safe and he's he, you yeah, know yeah. because it's that's the hard vote of confidence but it just doesn't I don't know there's, there's, no, a real there's no communication to plan you know as you this is my real big like thing is, is the appetite is the appetite there to be a Champions League because it costs money to be a Champions League yeah, we have to invest we see Man City last week or as a Premier League states like a lot of other clubs mm -hmm. oh we want to be one on one pack just because we've got that revenue and it makes us a valuable club to, to potential buyers once that stadium's up now I'm, you know Machine I'm sure is an ambitious man but I've always thought and always saw it as he bought the club because he saw an opportunity to double his money eventually because of that stadium and, and he will and if you look at all the other clubs that were bought before Evan I know we used to have constant conversations about Sunderland they had a new stadium West Ham had a new stadium to look forward to all these clubs and stadiums Everton didn't and no one would take the chance on it until Machine decided there's probably a lot of money to be made in getting the stadium up and selling Everton and I think that's what he's going to do but is the appetite there to be a Champions League club what I was going to say then was um, going back to your point Baz was I, can't, I find it quite funny when people say you know when th things happen like we lose mm. and some 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 positive news gets spun or you know when you see Ken Wright, Bill Kenwright with like Bernard on that Brazilian TV footage and they're like oh he comes out but he goes missing they're giving the club far too much credit far too much credit mm. if they think that they've got that much nous because they haven't they haven't got the nous to cover bad stuff up with good stories there's a lot of coincidental stuff that goes on, but did it? Did it did, did you do the, the, the copy and paste text to the players? That's, that does go but on. But that's but that's that's a small that, way. That's it. nonsense. Though. That's just like little tiny bits. One of It's like when they go when they say when they say like oh suddenly there's an update on the stadium when we're playing crap. It's like that honest that that would have been we there anyway. Ran up that we were using the left hand side yeah. stand. You know that's that stuff <laughs> that, that was happening anyway. That stuff that they pour out anyway because like it coincided with like the end of. The um, second consultation, or whatever. The, cl sauces. the club aren't that good to put stuff out to cover stuff up. They really aren't. No. The the the. Uh, I've, I've got experience of the last the last ten years, of, of having to sort of, weave my way through the Everton media world. Shoppy waters. And. I, it, it baffles me. One of the big issues I have, with Everton is that they keep on appointing from within. So it doesn't bring any fresh 
any fresh ideas. It brings people in who probably think they've got loads of ideas, but actually they're just rehashing the ideas of people that have already been at the club. You love fake time. And but people when people come from outside the club, they they bring in fresh new ideas that people haven't already thought of and they don't get caught in the same traps that the people at the club are already in. So nothing ever moves on. If you keep on appointing from within, you're just rewarding. What are you re- what are you rewarding? You're rewarding the failure of others, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. You've got to go out and find the best people out there mm. to fill it's a it's a billion billion pound industry. Yeah, yeah. Billion pound industry. And Everton is still, for me, running running it like it's two thousand that one. Like it's a corner shot. They really are. You know, you go you go to Anfield, right? And I know it's a different kettle of fish, but it's a stadium that's always open. It's a stadium that's always got tours on. It's a stadium that's always got people. It's got a club shop that is like it's like a warehouse. It's absolutely huge and it's full of gear. You know, the they're in a, having a in a just done a cold case because they're trying to get out of one big deal to get into another big deal mm. and it's like with Everton it's like we, we don't even we can sit here now and don't none of us know whether we're going to have a, an Umbro kit next season or not we we don't we sign a contract multi-year we don't know whether it's going to be Umbro there's rumours of other other companies Everton just seem to do things on such a small scale and they don't they're never like they just they don't want to really raise their head above mm. the you know just the same just in case just in case it's wrong, and, I, and it's just so, it's so annoying because these are the same things that I was moaning about six, seven years ago on my on my podcast. The same things I was moaning about is that you know it's always the same little things, and with it's so frustrating, and it's on every level at the club still. And they can have now they might have oh yeah, but we've got a department for this and we've got a department for that and we've got a department for this, and every, but everything seems to get micromanaged right down, and yeah it doesn't seem to go anywhere and that's that seems to be evident in a nutshell for me it's they, they come out with all what they're going to do they're going to do this and they're going to do that and then when it's gonna when it's time to actually follow through with it they never do it and we haven't got enough market leaders that's the problem you've got to you when you go and get someone who's leading up their industry and doing well in their industry they bring not only fresh ideas yeah. and not only experience of doing the job they bring a black book with them yeah. people who they've dealt with Where's that? With your, I worked at Everton for eleven years, and and, and I, all I would say is that it's tripled in size of staff. But I wouldn't say it. It doesn't appear to be run better than what it was. I was there when there was the account side had three people doing it. Now it's got about forty people doing it and things like that. There's loads of head ops at the club and things like that. But I'm not seeing any evidence that we're dealing in different different levels now. It's difficult. Don't get me wrong. You can't. It's difficult to compare us to Liverpool because Liverpool are a global brand. But what we can do is follow their model on a smaller scale, surely. Surely, because at the minute, like you say, there's, there's, there's question marks over whether Umbro are making our kit. We've heard other companies are making our kit. Other companies are making our kit. And that'll come because Fanatics will basically make the kit and it'll just have a brand put on it, whatever. There's, there's other things going on there's, there's the sponsors dropping out but then they're replaced by other sponsors and they just for a year why aren't we getting bigger and bigger deals not just that there's just so many little things there's communication problems there's things with like the originals and stuff that yeah, hasn't been that's, followed that's through yeah. that hasn't been followed through as well as what we hoped 
you know, the club, like, are, the club yeah. are still helping, but it needed to be a bit more well, of a concerted effort. Well, trying to leave a legacy, Goodison, and, and we, you know, we'll speak to you, and he was saying that they wanted to leave a legacy before we leave, because, yeah. you know, the, the grand old lady's going to be gone in they, a couple of years, isn't it? So, you've got to leave a legacy. But this is the point, they start things, and they never follow them through. I think that's my big like problem with it. Well, <laughs> very much so. <laughs> well, that's it. That's twenty-five years ago, yeah, yeah. and we, we didn't do that. How we said we were gonna do. They start it like they, this is the thing. All these start things, and they just never follow them through. Do you know what? You know, we went to the fanatic launch. That must have been a year ago, mustn't it? Now the mm. fanatic launch, yeah, yeah. and we were told at the fanatic launch. Oh, you know what? Something could happen on a Saturday, and by the Monday we could have a t-shirt out for it. I think they've launched about four t-shirts in that time, and they're all awful. The gear they bring out is. <laughs> Awful! Oh, it's shocking! It's shocking! I, I don't even get me started on that side of things. The 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 darkest club shop in the world. It's like it's like they turned all the lights off so it's that club, it's a club in it. No, they trying to make it like Hollister. No, they do. That's what it's like. No, what it is. I don't think it is. I think they're trying to turn all the it's lights down so people walk past it, and don't realize it's there because that's what it feels like. Where's the? I've said this before. Turn the lights off. No one can see. Yeah, no one can see. No one can see. Don't don't keep walking. They won't come in and bother us. Upstairs to sell. They won't shop. see that we've got no stock in and it's crap anyway. It's it just, but it's that stuff though. You walk past the Liverpool shop and it's booming and it's bouncing and it's dead light and it's dead airy and it's it's very welcoming. Ours isn't, and that's that's to me is what the club's like. You went up to the club right now, right? The ticket office would be open, the club shop's open, but you could walk around that entire ground and you wouldn't feel like there was anybody in that stadium. You go to Anfield. There's tour buses outside. You go to Anfield and there's people outside all the time. Yeah, but uh, I mean, we have moved the business to the live. No, I appreciate so, that. So I appreciate that. Well, he needs to do that. I appreciate that. But my what I'm saying is, my point is, it's that it's not about being the business. It's about the people, the place feeling alive. Mm. Therefore, it feels welcoming. So, therefore, how many times have you heard stories? And I know they do. T- they do do tours. But how many times have you heard stories of like people going up there and it's like, oh, you know what? I come all the way from America and I got there and thanks to this dead kind steward, he let me have a look around. It's like, no, that's a business opportunity. That should be. Yeah, but if there isn't a demand, I I, I know what you're saying. Create a demand, create a tour. Liverpool have got all kinds of mad. Virtual reality stuff and everything, and I know it. I know would not talk would, would talk chalk, chalk and cheese. I appreciate that, mm. but why don't you have a little have a little look and say, well, what what are they doing that we could be doing? And it's yeah. all maybe people will go, well, what's the point? There's so many few years left, but of course there is because the club is still renovating parts of the ground and doing different mm. things. They're just on the lounges. Why is why what why isn't one of those lounges open? On a normal day, and you're welcoming people and going, "This is going to be open all day. Come and have your dinner here. Come up, the, come up to Everton, have a little look around. The, get on a tour if there's one on, and come and have come and have something to eat here. That's and I've been saying these things. It's a member of staff, it's they'll they will say it'll be staff members. Then you've got to have someone in to cook, to prepare the food. Yeah. Do you staff know what that's called? It's called a business. Oh, no, but if there's no demand well, for it, do you know what? Though we'll want to spend twenty million pounds to get Marco Silva out of Watford I'll just leave that there he didn't only pay for no but honestly do you know what though that's no but I'm saying to you that's the club that's what I'm saying this club I'm not defending them I'm just saying that's probably how they'll look at it and go well say like three people coming so what so then what's the point? You know then what's I mean? the point in going to a new ground then? If you, if but I think they will do that at the new ground. A new stadium. No, I know. Will no, I know that. I know that. I know that. But you're you're forever you're forever waiting for something then, aren't you? Instead mm. of what well, they've built the lounges and what they said about the lounges, they've said we're building the lounges to show what we can do with the new ground. That brilliant. So do it do it for everything then. 
you've just opened up a load of new space at the ground by getting all the office workers out. Mm. So, so create a better tour. Put it. Put somewhere in there that could be a rest restaurant open for a couple of hours a day to coincide with a tour or or mm. whatever. And that's where you finish your tour. And you know. That's the way. That's the way big clubs do these things. They, they it's not like they haven't got any trophies to show people as well. You know, I know people like you. Oh, I haven't won eight for years, but one of the successful clubs in the history of England. Mm. There's, there's, there's a history there to be told. It's it's a lot of things, and it drives me. It drives me absolutely up the wall that we but don't. We're never going to be good on but the we're not. We fix this we're things. not projecting ourselves. It's like this is that this is our problem. We're, we are, and I feel like this is our problem that we're embarrassed. By ourselves, we're no one wants to look back. But I think it's like a bit like we're shut off as well. Like, like whatever reason, the club has closed its doors to the fans and the media in a no. lot of ways. And based on saying people get access, we Liverpool. You know, the, the lads next door get access to the game club as if we'd ever or you'd ever, sorry, will get access to Mark, Marcus Love. And maybe that'll change. Hopefully, but some people. Mm-hmm. Some, you like what you just said, though. Some people do get access. Some of the same people get the same access well, it's all the, the time. They go to weddings and all that. The same, all the time. I mean, listen, Everton didn't even do a press conference this week. For the for the league cup, Liverpool got their assistant manager out and let him do it all. Never love Peplinders as well. You know I mean, it's, it's it's all these little things that it's like. Do we not have to do media for that? Don't, don't do media for it. It's like no, because the fans went away. No, no, don't talk to the fans. It just it's bad. There's just things that we just. I want to know. There's loads of simple wins with Evan that could improve really stuff, and we don't do it. Plans. And I'm not saying Marcus Silva to go to me is our ten point plan. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, if he said we're building this year, we're hoping for you up for mm-hmm. a cup win. But it's still going to take time. Everyone will go, all right, that's not good enough, but whatever. He's saying that, at least there's a plan in place. People can understand, but then when it's just nothing. It's just the ability no, to see that we sit in forever. I just want to say, this is actually, I've been saying this for years. Everton never, because we lived hands and mouth every year, mm-hmm. there's no plan. Now there is a plan, it seems. And I think, you know, this is what Marcel Brands has been brought in for. People, someone actually said in the comments the other day that because he'd never played top level football, he doesn't understand tactics. <laughs> but <laughs> he did play top level football at home, but whatever. At the end of the day, we need to. Everton fans need to buy into his plan, or this is never. Do you know what work. I feel like? Do I honestly feel like with the whole club? I feel like the club is twenty years behind the top clubs, which decided it's not going to bother. Well, Liverpool were ten years behind United, and they caught up now because yeah. they changed. Because they've got the, the owners in from the Boston Red Sox, who, who changed the Boston Red Sox yeah. as well, and they modernised them. We need that same modernisation. But, but it's basically what they've done is they've gone right. Well, when we get that new stadium. That's gonna that bring though. that's gonna bring us in line with everyone. No, you're right. You could be Sunderland that stadium. Exactly, you're right. You, you, they've decided like we're gonna bring everything in line once that stadium comes in. And you're like, well, hang on. There's gonna be four years till we get that stadium. What happens in the in between time? I oh, don't worry about that. Mm. Well, the, in those four years, all we're gonna do is continue to fall off. Mm. And do you know, as we fall off, we're gonna lose fans. We're gonna lose. Fa- people are just gonna. The new pe- the people that you're supposed to add every year are not going to follow us. It's a dads and lads. It's going to be a dads and lads club forever. Then you're not going to get those lads who go. Oh, actually, I just spoiled Everton because the, the, there's other options out there. When we, you know the nineties when I grew up, there was Everton was still a because of the reputation of the East, just a little bit club. Now kids, they've got there's every league in the Barcelona kids are more prevalent than Everton kids around the world. You know we're not just around the world, but you know I see kids every day in Barcelona, Real Madrid tops that never used yeah. to happen when I was young. Even though PSG, yeah. Well, that's because they've got the Jordan brand thing. That's a great spot. That's a great link-up because they've got Kylian Mbappe. Who's and I, I, listen, I fully understand that kind of thing. We don't, we can't attract that kind of. I'm not but asking little small wins. I'm not know? asking for that. What I'm set, what I'm looking for is the club to work with what it's got, right? Make the best of itself. Make the best of what it's got. So what it's got is a passionate fan base that want to hear from it and 
it's got different outlets of media, whether it be people like us, whether it be the other podcasts, other channels, whatever. Instead of going through the same people all the time, trying to get your message out to the people it matters to and then spread it from there. Whereas for far too long, they've, they've either jumped over and gone, oh, well, we'll just ring Jim White or we won't spread the message at all. Hello, Jim. <laughs> and it's just, it, it, it just doesn't make any sense. It's like, it's like, They've got, they've got, they've got access to like YouTube and all that there. But make, make well, something. Can't even, they can't even get a stream going. Make you? something. Make, make. <laughs> it's a, you it's know. a massive club. And they can't get a stream. I right? just wonder if you're Mishiri and you're looking at it. Is he saying What level are you looking at? So you've come in and you're putting this money in. Why wouldn't you want it to be the very best? Yeah. Well, he's got his, his pal Sasha running it, hasn't he? And I don't know what he's like. And I've, I've never, I've never really seen him. Mm. I know people have interviewed him for I think the Evan Business Masters interview. Did they? Apart from that, again, I wouldn't know any. I, I don't really. I, I know he worked for. Did you interviewed him. I spoke to him. Didn't I? Okay. Oh yeah, I did actually for the, the uh, for the fanatic. Yeah. And I've spoke to him in Switzerland That's as well. Amazing. Oh, you're very nice, but. But what does he do? Is he now running the day-to-day -day operations of the club? Or is Denise running them? Or is isn't he commercial? He's the director. financial director, isn't he? Or something. But that's, so that's we don't even know what he is. You no, know, but that's fine. If financial if, director. If, if there was a clear distinction splitting them roles, and Denise just was the person who did the you know the local the local yeah. stuff, and he was going to the businesses. Let's be evidence Well, I don't know. We've signed a load of deals with everyone. But then it's like a list of 40 clubs sign these deals. Don't we've, got we a, we've got two, we've got two energy drink partners. I mean, that should. I mean, so where's the energy? There's Red Bull when you need <laughs> them. No, I mean, you're supposed to speak to one of them, but you know. Well, you know. But I, I think to, to, the whole club has to buy, in, to buy into an ethos of success and mm. ambition mm. on and off the pitch. Uh, for, for its way, and, and another, um, this quickly, I just want to make On. For Evan to be successful, the academy needs to be one of the biggest things at the club. And for whatever people say about it, that we don't produce enough good players, that's because the pathways are crap. Marcel Brands needs to get hold of that academy and sort it out because otherwise it's going to slip away from us and we're going to lose really good players next summer or the summer after. Well, I'll tell you what, just to round this off, I'll tell you what will be dead interesting what happens um, toward, with now to the end of the season because um, over the weekend it was that Premier League breakfast in America, wasn't it, for mm. NBC? And it was a, there was a lot of... Tim Howard was obviously there, and he had he was all tracky up, mm. and there was a it was a lot of Everton focus because Howard was there. Yeah, loads of Everton, loads of Everton fans. He had like they were on live, and he had this like little girl, and then she had a kit on, and they were holding on, and, and it, it was, was like all it was very Everton centric because Howard was there because obviously he's a big American hero. Loads of Blues watching the match. There was a lot of focus. Uh, Darren Griffiths was over there, so you know it was important. Um, doing what were you laughing at? Doing a show uh, in one of the pubs as the well. Pubs. Big Q and A with Tim Howard. And let's see what they do with that. Are they going to drive that forward mm. now? Are they going to push that and say, you know what? Classics an American company as well. No, but are they going to go, well, we're going to America in the summer. We've got Tim Howard. We've got an ambassador. We've got this big... Because he's got the Carabangi game. No, but they've, they've got this new Everton in, in the USA brand. They've ditched mm. the other one. They've created yeah. their own one. Mm. Are they going to follow that through now? Are they going to push that forward? Are they going to try and get... Are they going to go to the States? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Or what... Or what are they going to go to the States? Or what are they... Oh, hang on. Uh, <laughs> You can drop us off at the airport. Uh, <laughs> and that is my role. The point being is, is that are they gonna? This is now a thing that they can go. We're gonna push this through now. Mm. We've got one of the biggest names in American soccer, mm. and we can drive through this. Are we gonna do it? Can and that will be that will be a, a bit a big test of of what of Everton of Everton actually starting something and actually pushing it through. Time, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> I think that's the way Everton work. They just go. Oh, it sounds like, oh, it sounds like a, and someone goes in the room. 
No. Oh, I mean, do, you want and that's do you want me to do that? Because I want to all do that. We, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, leave it. Yeah. Yeah, leave There's it. actually a story about Tim Howard and people being on holiday, but we'll leave that for a <laughs> Anyway, let's move on. Coming up in part three, we will discuss probably very, very quickly the game against Spurs on Sunday. Thanks for downloading the Toffee TV podcast, but did you know we put all our shows out as podcasts? Head over to patreon.com forward slash toffee tv efc and you'll find all the latest shows available as podcasts exclusively for patron subscribers so if you need to find all the latest ever news conversations stats match previews and match reviews as easily downloadable podcasts at your convenience head over to patron welcome back to the final part of the toffee tv podcast paired Baz and the piv Oh, Tottenham, four thirty. Sunday. The kryptonite coming. Honestly, I, the Spurs are the one team I always worry about because I just think I've, the last five or six years, since Pochettino, really, because before that, really much really, but just how smart us every time. It, it's really like really evidence as well when you watch the game. It's like we know where these. But they're not playing great form. We haven't won yeah. since January away, is it? Oh, well, well that should be easy splendid. then, shouldn't Someone it? Someone roll up the picture of that fella. Yeah. Here comes Evan. Mm-hmm. I, always yeah. think, I always think the problem with us in Tottenham is I always, when we play them, I always think they've got like a mental toughness that we haven't got. Yeah. Like he did, I mean, I know it hasn't been, uh, it hasn't been, you know, that that evident recently, but I always think they just have a, like a, a steeliness about them that we just don't have mm-hmm. and they can get through games and they can, I remember a couple of years ago when we got beat by them 3-0, and um, they they were doing nothing, and Harry Kane killed a crossing, and it went Slashed top corner, them, yeah. and they just went. We just felt a bit, and they just went on and battered us three 0 And it's that kind of thing, but it's like when you've got the likes of Kane in form or an Ericsson or whoever's in form at the time, son. you know, yes, yeah, Sonia, yeah, you know that you can. We can huff and puff, and but they only need that one moment. So it's last yeah, season, wasn't it? Last season, one nil up. But then we have a, what looked like a perfect goal disallowed. Yeah, yeah. They come down the other end, mix up between Zuma and. And, and Pickford and then we end up getting battered you know 6-2 six, six, destroyed at home it's a frenetic game that way and at the time I remember it was end to end and then obviously Pickford and Zuma was, well it was it was end our end it was just weird it was a weird game we don't know right it was as well where Cucco Martino was just isolated completely by Spurs and just annihilated I think that was the game I Green scored that goal I'm sure it was was that a Tottenham's game or whatever Anyway, but yeah, they're not playing well. But I think they're still better. They still, they still got enough quality to put us to the oh, sword. They're, they're really they're, good. They sides. should be the top. But then we should put the traps and put, push them put back. Put them on it, yeah. Because then you put them under pressure. Yeah, exactly. You put them under pressure, then they can fold. But there's a. I think the problem with Everton at the moment and Marco because he's under pressure, he's going to play with a bit of fear, and that, that's going to kill you against Spurs. I think you need. But then again, we don't play like that against other big sides. Mm. But Spurs different again, mm. other man. I mean, it'll be it'll be interesting because, like you say, they you know they played Liverpool this week, took the lead, you know, Sun should have made it two 0 I was missed that, that one, they were just getting more and then he just panicked and went back, you know, once Liverpool. And Sergio Aguero was ninth penalty in five games. Yeah, I mean that was pathetic. So they're not they're not they're not strong mentally at the minute. They've lost eighteen games in twenty nineteen or something. Is that is that the is that the the thing we've got to do then? Start the game fast and try mm. and get in the lead and if we can try and get in the lead and suddenly they're under pressure the again creep in then don't they it's, it's yeah because they're not been coming back last season they were coming back and winning mm. games you know because they didn't draw I think for the first 
And then they were winning games out of nothing. And this season, it's been saving themselves. I can tell you, early goal that was given that shouldn't have been given. And mm. I don't know, it's on more weird side. They've got more than enough talent to be easily third in the league. You know, the easily. best team in Chelsea. You, you say that though, but if you took if you took Kane out the side, Son. would they be the same? No, but would they be the same? Would they be the same fear factor there? Yes, I know they were, great last, they were great last season. Well, yeah, but that's last season though. I look at this season. I look at the goalkeeper. Now they've had to change it. I look at the full backs. I think the centre backs are a dodgy. They're not playing Ericsson. Ali's not the same kind of player. Uh, I, I look at I look I look at a team that's in transition, and I and I just think that sometimes you can look back too far. Whereas this season, listen, there's been loads of rumours about off-field problems, and and I'm sure it'll all come out in the Amazon documentary, but. <laughs> They they look fragile to me, and that's why. Documentary, that's the case. That's what. <laughs> where where it's there, there'll be an interesting. One. Um, <laughs> they look frag. They look mentally fragile, but again, it's us going into it, going, "Oh, they haven't won since January, so that means they're going to win." Where there's like, can we not just try and get a bit of steeliness? For Everton, for Everton, you're looking at it and going. In general, we're quite good at home. You know, we had a good record against the top six last season. Alright, Spurs battered us and City beat us, but the others we were fine, we didn't lose against the other and concede the goal against the others. So coming into this, we're not playing well, but we've won our games at home. Mm. That's where we've got our wins from. They're not very good away. We've had the last two home games, we've had a clean sheet in. You know, they're all the kind of things you have to look at and take it positively and go, look, you know, the crowd are four on a Sunday, hopefully you know, the street end will have been bevying, so they'll be up for it. Yeah. Get like Petra said, try and get in front, get ahead against them and ask questions of them. Now last season they had the answers. We we capitulated if you remember the, the yeah, first yeah. the the Zuma and Pickford one was nonsense, absolute nonsense. We we give thinking people time in the box to make it so the second goal I think went three Pickford and the third one it's a free just... kick. That comeback and Kane knocked it in. But they're not playing well and you can get at them but it's whatever team he puts out will it be quick enough in midfield I doubt it and that's <laughs> but they're what he's got to go I, with I, I don't mean to, I'm not trying to be negative or sarcastic I try, I'm trying to understand from Arco's point of view I just think you've got to play a defensive man in midfield against Tottenham I just think you do and, and, that, and that's not overthinking it or smart I just think he has I don't think he's got the but then that's fine so play Delph and Gomez I think he will do. Yeah, so they've got to be the two. Let a Wobi let a Wobi sit off it, you yeah. know, playing through the middle, and then go Richarlison and Calvaloon and Walcott as a front three, and go a bit more, direct, a bit more, direct, a bit more front, direct. Let Walcott scores against these, he scored just, against them. In fact, he scored in both games against them last season, yeah. didn't he? Home yeah, and away. Yeah. So have him have Walcott in the team because he's playing well anyway. And deserves to Wobie be there. A Wobi well. there to, to run at them and let Gomez and I don't mind Gomez and Delph sitting a little bit deeper against these because yeah. it'll be a bit that's more. Fine, that's that type of game it is. Yeah, and I think Andre Gomez can do well against these because yeah. they'll give him that little bit of space physically. He can match up with. And then it's the key areas for me will come from Luca Dean, mm. and I'd play Shadibi. I know he'll he'll expose us a bit, and they might be able Walker to get in. Then you might you'd be able to cover. Then you've gap. got a bit of cover. So uh, listen, not step on the soles that show you do. No, no, because I haven't, haven't decided. I haven't decided. I'm just saying this is what he could. It's very on brand. But you have what you have to do with that is you have to ask them questions. I think mm. if we go into it and sit back and go. Let's try not to lose. They'll take us apart because oh, yeah. because we'll ultimately 
by giving them so much yeah. respect, we'll give them opportunities. We'll give them and like you said, they'll take. Well, we seen that a couple weeks ago when the, uh, well, last week wasn't it in the Champions League? They, they won five nil. You know, they got into an early lead, then got a second, and then the, the team couldn't live with them because mm. they laid down. We can't afford to do that. And I don't think, I don't. If there's anything, if there's anything at the moment that you know the fans want to see, it is that heart, it is mm. that belief, it is that idea of being together. You know, I think. Certainly against Watford in the first half, that that lack of drive and that lack of perceived passion, mm. it does nothing more that gets here as a fan of when you're not doing well is not seeing the players sort of you mm. know do working hard and having a tempo about them. And I think if we came out Sunday and we had the right go, all right, listen, the result if they're a good side, we know they're a good side. But if the result goes against us, but people put it in, then people go they had to go there. They got. They That's got, why you want to see a sign of performance. They got the tactics right, but they were just too good for us on the day. You know, you know last year, last year we got beat six two, but it was horrendous. Game. But after, you know, I, I we went, I went out for a couple of drinks after right near Christmas, wasn't it? And you just thought to yourself, they, they were the best team we've played this season. Mm. And you know what? They were the best stupidly, team all season. Stupidly, what we did was we tried to hang in with them, whereas we probably should have gone full Allardyce and just shut up shop. And when that, it went when it went four one, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, four, but we should have just sat back then and gone like you're not scoring again. Exactly, we're not embarrassing ourselves. And then ourselves. we might get a second or. But or that's that's been Marco Silva's story in England. Whereas if he does lose a game four, it goes to five, it goes to six, mm. and I think it's just his way, really. I don't think he's, I think, I, that's what I, I'm not going to get back on the manager, but that's what I was wondering whether he would do that in certain games, mm. just get back to base six, not have Dean and, and Stevie go as high, try and just not lose a game. Do we admire that in him? That no, no. Yes and no. I that agree with he what you're just kind of goes. Well, I'd I like a man who sticks to his principles, mm. but 13, 14 months on, if I'm they're the same, struggling to see it. If they're the yeah. same principles that get you four 0 wins against teams that are down yeah, at the bottom of the league, then that's fine. But when you've just been had off yeah. by most of those teams, you yeah. can't say that, can you? No, that's no. Fine, I just, I was it's just, not like you know you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Mm. It's just like we die by the sword every week. No matter what, matter who we play. David Moyes lends us a pen knife. The big thing about Sunday is it's an opportunity for three points. We're playing them at the time and they're probably at their most fragile. That would be three wins out of four. Well, there you go. But but that's the. No, but what you have to look at is the opportunities there is these. Over the last. You just mentioned it, and probably since Pochettino took over this is probably the most fragile yeah, yeah, yeah. like being coming to Goodison oh, yeah, yeah. right so there's an opportunity there for a victory if Everton were to beat Tottenham and move on to 13 mm. points the way results will have felt they'll be a bit closer to the top half like you've just said Ped, that'll be three omens on the run at Goodison we'd have won a couple of two out the last three league games we'd have won we go to Southampton who are, who are bang average at, the, at best mm. feeling positive you know they'll have probably lost again at City at the weekend so we'd go there in a positive spin it's going to be a, it's a big ass no matter how bad Spurs are it's a big ass because we've got no level of consistency because coming up to that international break you know after the Southampton game that's when well, I think that's the time when, when if, you gear, if you are going to change a manager yeah. you gear up to that and, and the Spurs will also go I think well the performance maybe not the result will go some way to the side and some of that well, hang on, if we beat them, we go above them. No, 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 no. So we shouldn't be scared of them. No, no, no. I'm saying the perform- if we get beat, if the performance shows signs that we're getting we're getting there, then maybe you go, he might last after the international break. But it's it's proper short time. For me, I'm I'm in the boat and I've I've defended them for as long as I can remember, but I'm in the thing where we can't afford to lose Sunday. 
He can't. He, in my opinion, he cannot lose that game Sunday. That's very difficult. I, no. I, I, do, do you know what? I don't I, even think they're that good at the moment. No, so I don't. But Watford just, should have been out of sight against them at the weekend. I just look, I look the at them before. and I think I, maybe I've just got memory, haunted memories of recent years past where they've just mauled us. But well, we don't play. We, I think we've beat them about three or four times at Goodison in the Premier League yeah. era. There's been loads and loads it's of draws. It's just a game you never think that you're going to win. No, see? no, but. All that being said, they are weak. They are to me, the, the fragile mentally at the moment. There's not obviously there's unrest behind the scenes. You can see that by watching them. Um, like I said, I think they've lost 18 games in 2019, which is a hell of a lot. Well, for a team, team like that. Pochettino was so tactically clever in his first couple of years, where they wouldn't lose games mm-hmm. very easily. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a change, isn't it? So it, it represents an opportunity yeah. to get above them beat them and get above them That's but good. the one thing he has to do for me is not lose the game yeah. if he loses the game he's in massive trouble I think yeah. well you look at it and you're getting towards that Cuban territory aren't you he'd have lost 7 out of yeah, 11 yeah, games and the recruitment's not to blame this time let's be honest so that's my opinion anyway there you go. I don't do predictions anymore. We'll find out on Sunday. It's, listen, it's an opportunity to win. I'm not sitting here thinking we won't beat these. If we play a certain but way, we can win. It's an opportunity. You've got to dig in. You've got to dig in and get try and get something out of yeah, the game. Most you've got to dig in and get something and do Show what? Show the fans that you Yeah, get some yeah. get some passion, get get and get you know, set your team out. Eleven men versus eleven men. Well, they're not well, someone else. They're not well, Sorry, they've got twelve because the referees are clearly Martin Atkinson. Thirteen with the man in the box. Oh, in Milton Keynes. Martin Atkinson, and you've got who's in the box? It was uh, no, someone else. They're bringing Pierre. Kelly. 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 He's brown no, bread. No, not on ref watch. He's brown bread. Is he? I don't know. You're right, Eddie. Anyone? Is he ever on Yeah, what? Well, he was alright, ref actually. Referee game. You're just naming refs. Oh, Clattenberg. Bring him back for a couple of. Jeff Winter is in the box on Sunday. It's just his face on VAR because he loved that one. Stop giving me nightmares. Clattenberg, he was baldy one week and had a full head of hair, didn't he? Fair play to him. There we go. There we go. I mean, just leave it there. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've gone from spares to hair transplants. Spares the heads. And you never know, Shank Tosin might Shanky get the winner. Baby. <laughs> get that spray out. <laughs> I'm sure it's all real, Shank. Let's sorry. just leave it there. Leave it there. Let's yeah. move on. Let's move on. <laughs> move on. Let's finish there. Uh, yeah, there you go. Thank you for listening to the podcast. It'll be back next week. Hopefully with a more positive tone. If you want a, a video version of this, you can find it on Patreon. Should we leave, in future, should we leave them the cliffhanger? What, what like? What's the cliffhanger? Did in? Evan win? They won't be able to know that because they'll be listening before the game. Yeah. I think that's correct. <laughs> there you go. On that note, that's it. There you go, let's go. Let's just Goodbye, go. People. Thanks for listening. See, See you later. You later.